You're listening to The Green Thumbs Up, brought to you by Miniquip Hire, WA's leading machinery hire company, supporting the Landscape Industries Association, WA. G'day landscapers and welcome to another edition of Green Thumbs Up, the landscaping podcast for landscapers by landscapers. Brought to you by our good friends from Domus Nurseries, Bailey's Fertilisers and Mini Quip Hire. Kizza, how are you this evening? Very good, Darren. Thank you once again for an invitation back to the luxurious offices in... um Greenwood? Greenwood, yeah. I just can't get anyone else, mate. That's a problem. I know. I know. <laughs> once, once hey, um, we're here. extremely lucky. We have got our numero uno sponsor of this um, salubrious podcast here with us today. We have got Tim, the business manager from Miniquip Hire. Welcome, Tim. G'day, guys. How are you? Good to be here. Thanks for coming along, Tim. Now, we normally start uh, with a bit of a backstory from people, Tim. So, um, your backstory with Miniquip? How did you start? Yeah, look, I've, I've been with Miniquip for about nine years. Uh, prior to that, I was in retail. Um, so I've, I've been in... Yes, yes, I know. I've been, look, I've been in business management of some sort over the years. Um, so I met John, the uh, owner of Miniquip, um, about 10 years ago. Uh, we got together. It was over a coffee. Uh, and I was looking for a new venture at the time, and I decided to join Miniquip after meeting with John and deciding that was... Uh, was a good option, and um, we hit it off, and 10 years later, here we are. And I'm, I'm, I'm the business manager for Miniquip still. So for those uh, people listening and their landscapers out there, I mean, there'll be many that do know you or your company, um, Miniquip, but uh, maybe can you give us a little bit of a rundown of actually what Miniquip, uh, what they do? Yep. So, look, in, in short, Miniquip are compact earth-moving equipment hirers. So um, we dry hire equipment. Uh, and wet hire equipment. Um, dry hire meaning you can hire the machine by itself uh, and take it away and drive it yourself and bring it back to us at the end of it, uh, or you can hire the machine with a uh, safety-trained, uh, fully-insured, ticketed operator to come out and do the job for you. I'm, I'm curious, why, why is it called wet hire when you've got a... Got oh, I know, I understand the terminology, wet hire, it's just... Uh, Sounds uh, like they're going to uh, bleed out on the machine or something. Yes, yeah, yeah. I know, I know, I know, and uh, I still think to this day the terminology is funny, but the wet hire is we supply with fuel. So when you dry hire a machine, you supply the fuel, uh, and wet hire, we supply the fuel. So There you go. Yes, so it would be easy to just say operated machinery, wouldn't it, or not operated machinery, but the terminology in the industry and, and in amongst the contractors is wet high, dry high. And um, what uh, types of machines, you said compactors and builder, uh, you know, earth-moving equipment, is that everything from a, a small dingo to a large excavator? Yep, so look, we, we run from 1.6 tonne excavators uh, up to 14 tonne and everywhere in between. Um, skid steer loaders, uh, more commonly known as bobcats, track loaders, uh, um, compactors, tipper trucks. So anything from two cubic metre tipper trucks to ten cubic metres, six wheelers, and all of the attachments to go with them. So if I was to roll up um, and wanting to dry hire a machine, 
Mm-hmm. Do do I go through any uh, induction, type induction? Induction, yeah, induction for one of a better word. We confirm that you're you're able to operate Capable. the machine. Yep. Um, and and once we ascertain that, uh, you're welcome to take the machine and and go and have a play. No yep. problem at all. And my experience with those machines is that the more you play, the better you get. Uh, pretty much, yeah, yeah. And look, we uh, most of our business is business to business. So so we've been going for over thirty years, uh, coming up on thirty four years, I believe. And um, so it's business to business. So most people that hire our machinery know how to operate yeah, it. Repeat, repeat uh, yes, hirers. That, yep, yep. yep, they're aware of the machinery. Skid, ste- <coughs> skid steer loaders. Mm. What is the, the pros and cons between a wheel dot machine and a track machine? Uh, skid steer loaders, uh, as the terminology says, skid steer. You can skid around a bit on them and, and, and probably a little bit easier on um, which is, on which tarmac, on, drive on bitumen, yeah, yeah, uh, on, on harder environments. Um, track loaders, um, less ground impact, better in the dirt, uh, less ground impact on the lawns and things like that. They don't churn it up. Yeah, yeah. 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 Probably yeah. easier on the body for the driver too, I reckon the old track. Uh, yeah, 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 they are. They, they are. They bounce around, around a bit, the skiddies. Yeah, yeah they, they certainly do. There's still applications for the skid steer for sure, and we, we have uh, still have plenty of them in the fleet, um, but certainly track loaders in the last 10 years have become very, very popular. I see, yeah, I do see a lot more of them around than, than you used to. I think nearly all the Bobcat operators I know are driving tracked ones now. Yeah, yeah, very common, yeah. Um, brands that you use, Tim? Uh, Kubota. Uh, one of our leading brands yep. um, in the excavators from sort of uh, above 1.6 tonne through to sort of 8 tonne. Uh, we run Volvo and Hyundai in the 14 tonne excavators. Toyota Husky we tend to stick with for the skid steers. And in the 1.6 tonne excavators we tend to run with Takuchi. Uh, we find they're best in class for, for what we mm-hmm. do. So we sort of pick the eyes out of the market and pick the best machinery to put yep. into the fleet. And the, uh, the different attachments for your uh, excavators? Uh, I mean, you can get uh, post hole diggers with them. You can absolutely you can get uh, yep. uh, rock breakers. Yep, yep, absolutely. So yep. post hole augers, rock breakers, uh, block grabs, um, log grabs, rock grabs, um, all the sorts of things that landscapers uh, from time to time use. And, and with the skid steers, you've got you know block grabs, augers, um, spreader bars four-in-one buckets for distributing, uh, you know, mulch and things like that. Rake buckets, you know, for, for cleaning up uh, cleaning up sites and, and, you know, filtering filtering the spoil through. So, so there's a whole was, heap. If I was hiring one, would I uh, get a, um, a selection of, um, of attachments? attachments? Yep. Or you hopefully you know what you're doing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, certainly. Yeah, all the attachments are there. Uh, normally, you know, a, a standard machine is supplied with a bucket yep. um, uh, and an excavator normally comes with three buckets okay. as a standard um, and, and, you know, you can chop and change those buckets as you require or add additional buckets if need be. Yep. And all trailer mounted? Yeah, trailer mounted up to um, two and a half tonne. Once you get over that, um, you sort of get abon- uh, above the weight restrictions. So 1.6 tonne, 2.5 tonne excavators, uh, mini track loaders on trailers, skid steer loaders on trailers in the smaller units, certainly. Compactors are, are trailer mounted, yeah, yeah, easy. So what about if we had a job where we need to install a lot of rocks and move boulders around? That yeah, be- generally anything with a grab. Yeah. So you could do that with a, with a, with a skid steer uh, or a track loader or you could use one of the excavators, um, anything from a 1.6 up to a 14 tonne depending on the, the size of the blocks or the, or the rocks or the logs that you're moving. And I imagine landscapers are a big part of um, your business, the constant um, repeat custom and 
they yeah. really did. You see the similar sort of machines hired out to landscapers on a regular basis. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, skid steers and, yep. and track loaders are always popular with the landscapers, along with four-in-one buckets and, and spreader bars and things of the like. Um, there's an interesting product that we have, um, vacuum excavation trailers, which we've actually had landscapers and arborists of late use. I, I believe our um, vice president might have hired one of those, uh, Josh from... Um, mm, Greenscape? Greenscape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. In fact, I think he had one again the other yeah. day. I think he's had it a few times. So they're an interesting interesting bit of gear, vacuum suction. So, yeah. so um, what, what would they use those for, Tim? Look, we, we've had arborists use them for excavating around the root balls of trees with, without you know, causing so any like destruction. Big, it's just a big vacuum, basically? Big vacuum with a, with a high-pressure water blaster. So you've got, you, know, you can blast away at the, whatever the spoil is that you're removing <coughs> and turn it into a slurry and vacuum it up. I know that um, Josh had a, a, a situation where he had some first-story... Uh, first-story... Um, first Pot plants to excavate. Yeah, yeah, so yeah and he that, had to clean out the, the pots. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So yeah, that was that. that was the machine that he had to use to do it. Fixed the problem. Oh, there you go. And yes, that, there's a new just, one. Yeah. So that is self-contained in its own little um, canister, for want of a better word, yeah. or does that go into yeah. a blow it into another truck? Yep. So it's a, it's a 500 litre right. uh, canister. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the spoil gets sucked up into the canister, much like a vacuum cleaner on a trailer. Yep. Uh, and then you dump that. On site, or you can take that to a location and right. dump that. And that's just uh, a hydraulic lift that uh, empties it out behind the back of the machine. We have a couple of models. One's a hydraulic lift. The other's an angled, an angled right. um, spore container. So you open the door, and it just just falls out. Yeah. Any of the uh, landscapes around Perth ever bog one of your machines, and you had to give them? Get it out for them? Oh, yeah, all the time. We're happy, to hear, we're happy for a few <laughs> yeah, names, yeah, uh, no, Tim. No. <laughs> Actually, look the, look, the landscapers are pretty good, uh, but, but certainly we've had, we've had machines uh, bogged, turned over, tipped, right. on their, tipped on their back, uh, and of late we had one. Uh, we had one sent swimming. We had a track loader that they <laughs> thought was amphibious that ended it up in the wasn't. in the river down Guildford Way and uh, had to be craned out. Um, How did that phone call go? Uh, yeah, that, that 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 was a costly exercise. That oh, that, that okay. was a costly exercise. There's a little bit of water in the carburetor. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, that that one came back. You open the doors, and all the water came out of it. So yeah, no, the track loaders aren't amphibious. We don't have one of those yet. But so does that uh, was that a wet hire or dry hire? <laughs> <laughs> Give this man a cigar. Well done. Kidder. Well, that was a wet hire. No, I'm only kidding. No, no, that that was actually a oh, dry, that, that was a dry, dry <laughs> hire that went wet. <laughs> Yeah, exactly, no. Yeah, so with yeah. situations like that, Tim, I mean, I know that you, you have people come and knock on your door and the question I asked earlier about, you know, how, how, do you, how do you know that someone can actually work the machine that they're hiring? Yep. I suppose that's a, the, the classic example of, uh, yeah, no, mate, I can do it. I've you know, watched a couple of YouTubes oh, and yeah. I know how to drive these things. And I've, I've, seen, yeah, I've seen it happen. Backyard Blitz in the yeah. 1990s. Yeah, but yeah. Um, do you... Yeah. Do you offer any training if, you know, like if someone came up and they're just, you know, they think they might be hiring these things a number of times over a period of time? Do, do you offer any training to it? We I mean, do, yeah, we do a handover. Yeah. Um, but, you know, if, if, if we're um, not sure that the person's capable of operating a machinery, as I said, we're generally business mm-hmm. to business, so mm-hmm. we generally recommend mm-hmm. that they go a wet hire type scenario, yep. you know, and get a qualified operator in from us. Yep. And they're all in uh, those uh, operators you employ? Yep. They're employed by Miniquip. They're employed yep. and they're running around on mini Miniquip trucks, trucks. Uh, all yep. day long with Miniquip yep. machines on the back employed by us. And how many how many people would that uh, take in? 
Oh, we would have 12 to 15 plus operators right. at the moment. Yep. Uh, and we're all facing the same issues that yep. everyone is at the moment with labour constraints. Yep. So yep. if I rang tomorrow, I may or may not get someone or within a couple of days? T- typically, we're, we're, we're known and we're renowned for ad hoc hires. So if you ring us at four o'clock in the afternoon and say, Tim, we need a, a, a Bobcat operator on site tomorrow to help mm-hmm. us with the job, we're there. And, and that's what we're known for and that's what we've done for 30 plus years. At the moment, um, with the way things are out there, it's quite busy. Um, you know, um, the amount of operators in the market, etc. So, look, we're pushing back a few days at the moment, but we get cancellations too. So, you know, we will do our utmost to make sure that we've got an operator there for you on site when you need it. So, um, so we'll always juggle as best we can yeah, to try and yeah. get the job done. So your dry hire can go from one day to six months? Yeah, absolutely. Yep, absolutely. Yep, yep. Predominantly we're short-term hire, but, yeah, certainly we've got operators out there on, on, on you know, month-long jobs mm. or three-month-long jobs, um, and, and, and then we've got uh, operators out there doing you know, the four-hour min. Would do a lot of compactors to automation in the industry. So, and it, compactors aren't just like you know, the landscape industry. We use a lot of plate compactors, but there's yep. obviously a lot of other types of compactors for for different applications. And I guess getting the right compactor for the right job is pretty important. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Look, we we run from seventy kilogram to eight fifty kilogram compactors because I with Miniquip it's all about the Miniquip we specialize in compact. So we've got seventy kilo to eight fifty kilo plate compactors, uh, remote control. Like compactors, oh, nice. which is quite unique. Um, compact twin drum rollers, everything that you need for, for that landscaping that, type of project. Is that a lot of uh, earthworking? Uh, I mean, it's all earthworking, obviously, but uh, roadworks or um, pad yeah, work? Yeah, yeah, small, small, yeah. small pad work, uh, small roadworks, um, you know, uh, pathways. Um, and, of course, you know, general landscaping and construction-type jobs where compactors mm. are needed, you know, compacting trenching and stuff mm. like that, yeah. So moving into the, uh, the, the, the back lots of the business, um, you obviously do all your own maintenance, mechanics, we do. workshops. Yep. We have yep. A, we have a full, fully, uh, fully staffed workshop, um, and that's one of the keys to, to our efficiency and, and, and being able to look after our customers is everything serviced in-house. There's no downtime. Uh, if you hire a machinery from, from us and, and, and you've got it on site and something happens, uh, we're there straight away fixing it or replacing it with another machine. Um, so I guess um, we've got the infrastructure there to make sure that the efficiency is, is there for the clients that are hiring the gear. And if yeah. there's one machine over the last few years that's come in and made everyone's life a dream, would you be able to pick one of those? Well, we, we, well, look, they're all pretty good. I, look, I mean, you know, they're, they're all essential better items. Than a wheelbarrow. Look, they're all essential. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, look, they're all essential items. So, look, uh, the track loaders and the excavators are—they're our core business. I think know? the mini excavators now. I mean, back back in the day when you can only get a, a backhoe, as they'll then known, where you had a bucket on the front and the, the backhoe on the back. But now with the mini excavators, I mean, you can just slip them into most places. You know, they've now got you know retractable retractable tracks retractable tracks. You can get them into smaller places, but you know they're worth their weight. That's for sure. Oh yeah, absolutely. Look, the mini excavators are probably yeah they're a stalwart of the business yeah. for sure. Um, look, we have a have a new category that we've just just taken in, so that's that's pretty exciting. But that's yet to get off the ground. Um, so we, we're going to have a chat about that. They're an event. Um, mini loader which are articulated um, that can do everything that a bobcat can essentially but also they're sort of part telehandler because they've got a telescopic boom right so they've got a three and a half meter extension 
You can run around with them on a trailer behind your ute. If you're a landscaper and you've got to place logs at three metres or, or blocks or rocks or whatever the case may be, uh, we've got multiple sizes and um, really low ground impact because of the articulation mm. and the way they're set up. So is that like uh, if people will go to a landscape yard these days? I mean, back in the day it would have been a bobcat loading your, your, your trailer, but these days you'd find that most of them would have a articulated yep, loader. Yep, yep, yep. you see something like that, yeah. Yep, yep. But with a tele- telescopic? With, with a telescopic boom and quite right. compact as well right. and trailable. Um, so they're a new product that's that's arrived in the last few weeks. So right. we think the landscapers will be... Yeah, you really you happy could drive them that. across the lawn without tearing it up. That's yeah. the, the beauty of them. I think I've yeah. seen a couple of those around. See, there's a couple of boats operating those, and they, they, yeah, they're really good machines. Good well, little thing, very yeah, versatile. Yeah. Well, mm. If you've got to get over a boundary wall where you can't drive the thing in, but like you said, you need that extra three metres, that's... Yeah. Sounds perfect. And the lift capacities, yeah, I mean, we, you know, we got that 1.9 tonne, um, in close to single lift a tonne. Mm. You know, the lift capacities on these things are, are huge, so... Yeah, very capable and, and very sort of versatile. Well, we all, always enjoy having um, Mini Coop come down to our the Arwa functions because you always bring something impressive for us to, to have a look at and to sit in and, and those things. Do you, do you guys find you get a bit out of the, the um, trade nights and such forth that we put on? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. The beer's always cold. I love yeah. it. It's great. But uh, no, it's it's really good. Banter's good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Now, always, always a good night. Very informative, and always good to catch up with um, you know, your fellow members and 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 supporters. It's um, it's 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 always good. Uh, it's always a good time. Yeah, yeah. Enjoy it very much. So, very well done. Yeah, I know a lot of um, a lot of the people go take the opportunity to talk to the suppliers and um, that we have, and be able to have that really relaxed conversation one on one about you know what your products and services and those sort of things, whether it's yourself or uh, a Bailey's fertiliser or soil sol or whoever it is, it's always really good to have, be able to have that conversation and relaxed atmosphere and really um, find out what's going on in the world. Well, you talk to people on the phone a lot but uh, until you actually meet them, that's when you really yeah. get to know them and that's great. That's what these are events are for and um, it's good to see a lot of landscapers come to, to all the events that we do put on and, and meet all our suppliers and... In this case, our number one sponsor. Uh, yeah, look, no, we uh, look. We're, we're proud to be supporters of the Landscaping Industry Association, and um, and we think there's value in it. So uh, yeah, it's, well, it's always good we, to be a part a- of it. We absolutely appreciate it. Now, the um, Perth Garden Festival is coming up. Do you mm-hmm. guys get involved in that any way, shape, or form? We haven't in the past, uh, but uh, we, we might have a look at it this year. I'm going to park a big. Mm, we might see if we can get one of those little advanced loaders in there, one of those tel- telescopic loaders, see if we can get that in there. So uh, s- certainly on the cards. Plucking kids up and relocating them for their parents. Yeah, rides. They put a bungee cord on or something, yeah. Well, Tim, I think, uh, I think that's about it, don't, don't you? Because no, unless so. you've that's got something good. else you wanted to, no, I'm to well interrogate done. Tim about. No, he's answered every question that I've had for him. So thank you very much, Tim, for coming in and thanks for your support from Miniquip. Um over the years, and we hope to uh, have that support for many more years to come. Pleasure. Good to be here. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Thank you very much. You've been listening to The Green Thumbs Up, brought to you by the Landscape Industries Association, WA, sponsored by Miniquip Hire.